0: You're listening to Saints Unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for
1: listening and enjoy the show.
0: When I was in elementary school, I had a friend named Hannah. And I thought it was fascinating because Hannah spelled backwards is Hannah. It's
2: true. Do you know what that is? A palindrome! Palindrome.
0: And this is relevant because her name is Hannah, too. We've got Hannah here with us today, and I don't know, we we don't know anything (laughs) about Hannah. That's true. <laughs> I mean I I've so met scary. Hannah. I've met Oh, Hannah before. Justin's I met Hannah. Saying, before. I was like we don't. <laughs>
1: okay, I don't
0: I don't know anything about Hannah. So and, and you guys probably don't know anything about Hannah. If you do, that might be a little strange unless you're like secretly famous.
1: I am secretly famous. So or okay, your family watching her. this oh, too. Oh
0: my gosh. You're right. This is going to be a good conversation. I can already tell. Uh-huh. So so I hear and you probably know a little bit of this story, Justin. But I don't know any of this. I hear you have a story. Yeah. True. True, True statement. True statement. Can, can you share a little bit of your story with us?
1: Um. Yeah. About being bipolar. If If that's <laughs> what your story involves, <laughs>
0: then yeah, is that's that... why you're on this show. Uh... <laughs> no.
1: I have, that's what I've been told. Um. So I was always very involved in high school. Like I did a ton, a ton of stuff. I um, was just a busy, busy bee. And then my senior year, I actually broke a couple of ribs, and got really, really depressed. And that was sort of the first time I hadn't done anything, in the, and I was sort of
2: like, How long were you out? Like, I can imagine you can't couple months move much.
1: Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was sort of the beginning for me because you aren't diagnosed with bipolar disorder until you've been both manic and depressed. And it turns out I had been really, really low-key manic all through high school. That's a long I time. I slept a lot. I was busy working on projects what is, all the time. What does manic mean? Um, it depends on... there are different levels so it depends on the type of disorder that you have um but basically it's just like this hyperactivity of the brain so you need to sleep less um you think a little bit bigger more grandiose than is realistic or is normal um and so then I just sort of Went to college, not knowing what was going on, not really thinking that there was anything necessarily wrong.
0: Right, because it's like, like the depression
1: was, was
2: during a state of like broken yeah. ribs, so yeah. it's almost like that makes sense.
1: Mhm. It's just like, oh, I'm supposed to be sluggish and just have a bath every day and do nothing else. That's normal. Um, <laughs> right. We all I mean, do that? yeah, totally. I That's... feel like I'm
0: talking to WebMD here. Yeah. That? <laughs>
1: That's all I've done today. <laughs> Um, and then one day when I was in college, I, I was just like scrubbing a door at 3 a.m. in the morning. Well, a.m., obviously. Right. And it just sort of clicked in my brain. Like, I was hysterically cleaning it. Like, it's dirty. What's wrong with this? And I was like, this is not. Right. Right. This is not normal. <laughs> and so I talked to my mom about it and she was like, Yeah. That's, that's not really normal. So I went and I saw a bunch of psychiatrists. <laughs> and you'd
0: still been struggling with depression through this whole period?
1: Yes. And it would just sort of ebb and flow. Sometimes I'd be depressed. Sometimes I would be manic. And so sure. I thought, oh, I'm just busy and in college and right. meeting new people and having new experiences. And then, um, but I went and saw a psychiatrist and they were immediately like, oh, you're bipolar. <laughs>
2: Immediately, wow. duh. Yeah, how did so. you feel? Yeah, how did you feel when they like when it was that instant, just like that diagnosis? Like, was it a relief to know that?
1: Yes and no. Yeah, like is it was a relief to recognize that I was actually struggling with something. Like it wasn't it was me as a person. Yeah, right. like I as a person wasn't just not working hard enough or right. something. But then it was also horrible, because there's so much stigma, especially around bipolar disorder Hmm. and around mental illnesses in general. Sure. You know, people being crazy, so. Did did it it make you,
2: did it make you feel like, oh, so that means I'm crazy?
1: Definitely. You're
2: crazy. I'm not. (laughs) No, I'm not. At first, yeah. At first, and then what, what changed?
1: Um, I got the right medications, which took a few doctors. <laughs> Some persistence. <laughs> yes. And once I was able to get, like, my moods balanced correctly, mm-hmm. now I am normal, essentially. Sure. You know, so long as I take my medications and recognize, like, that I struggle just as much as somebody with any chronic illness. Right. I'm fine.
2: You've been a member of your church, the, the church, your church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've been a member of the church your whole life,
1: mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah, or
2: just was raised in it. How did that affect you, at least? Because I imagine that during your manic like years, you were probably more pretty involved, or
1: very involved, <laughs> yeah. and then, um, how did it
2: affect you when you were hitting like the lower ends, like in college and stuff?
1: In high school, like always being in a presidency. Like, always running the debate team and doing all the theater stuff. And I would also go to, like, the quilting bees that the ward (laughs) would have every Wednesday.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: during the summer. Like, just, I was always doing something. Definition of
2: involved. Look it up. (laughs) Goes to quilting bees.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Part of that was just my family always volunteered. They're like, you're cleaning the church today. Yeah. why I could sleep, but I wasn't asleep, so it matter. <laughs> so might as well. Um, and then, when I was depressed, like it just sort of... this is a cliche, Sure. But a lot of, like in movies and stuff, they'll just sort of gray out everything yeah. to mm-hmm. represent depression, and that's how it felt. like like
2: everything had lost its vibrance.
1: Exactly. Like, showing up for church was a struggle. Showing up for work was a struggle. No extra involvement in anything whatsoever.
2: Was it hard to go to church because, and like, oh, like, I don't even know if I should go to church, or is it just because Mm -hmm. it was hard because you couldn't even get, does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Um, I think there was a period of anger, um for sure, of, like, well, why we're given, like, this intelligence, right, when we come right. down to Earth. Like, that's what we have, and you put it together with the body and become a soul. And, like, what does that mean? Like, is my intelligence, so to speak, broken? Uh-huh. Um, or is it just the functionality of the brain as an right. organ? Like, how does this work? And right. we don't really know the answers. Right. <laughs> is the problem. Um, but... That was definitely, and still is sometimes, a little bit of a struggle. Right. Because I'll see people sometimes who are struggling so much more than me. And I'm just like, how could your brain, like, when you have an illness, because I spent a lot of time in the hospital as a kid. I was really sick with, like, regular physical illnesses. And there's solutions and there's answers. Or there's the non-answer of, like, well, this is... What it is, and this we don't have anything to treat it, and that's the way it's gonna be. But we know so little about mental illness compared to like cancer, right? Or even um, other illnesses that it was like it's still, right? Very confusing.
2: Well, and as something that I think, like personally, dealing with depression and anxiety, and it's been like like, a three-year, and some people have longer, some people have shorter, mine, like, was ever since, kind of halfway through my mission, you know, things started, mm-hmm. and then just now, you know, three years later, I'm starting, t- like, to be good, Yeah, you know, where it's, like, you feel normal, you, like, you remember how it felt, like, this is, like, the dumbest thing, but I love new video games, mm-hmm. and I remember that feeling, like, as a kid, where I'd be, not even a kid, just in high school, and I'd be so excited for this new game, I can't sleep, but I just, like, can't wait to play it and stuff, and then... And then since, like, halfway through my mission, I just stopped being excited for things. I came home, and this game that my brother, like, had bought for me for Christmas, this new Pokemon game, because he knew I loved Pokemon and stuff. And I was just like, cool. I played it for an hour. Mm -hmm. Like, I, just nothing was interesting. And and you don't really think of it as a problem at first until you remember how you used to feel. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that, like, now I feel that way again, you know. now I'm excited for things again. So it's, like, little things like that that you remember. Did people
0: treat you differently once they knew?
1: Mmm. Most people don't know. (laughs) My family didn't because I was still behaving the same way I always had behaved. Um, And then once I got onto the medication, I was just like that middle normal that I Mm -hmm. had been before, but just more tired and slow. (laughs) Um, So that's been pretty much the same. And with my best friend as well and then my husband because I met him through my roommate sure. who knew me yeah. and who knew he already knew so yeah. that was easy did, compared to yeah, this, say, what that, I'm sure a lot of people face
2: did that help having him already know
1: i'm sure it did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's such a stigma around like bipolar disorder specifically we use it as A verb, like when we're talking to each other, like, "Oh, the weather is bipolar today; can't make up its mind."
2: Like Katy Um, Perry's
1: song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think people are just starting to recognize how prevalent, like, depression is, and that it's an illness that can be, you know, cured and worked on. And even if it doesn't go away, like, there are ways to deal with it. But we're not really to the point yet as a society, I feel like, where we're extending that across the spectrum of mental (laughs) illness. Bless you.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Any advice, for for example, if there was somebody who had a family member Mm -hmm. who had a mental illness, what's some advice you could give them as far as, like, how to treat your friend and or family member, how to act, how to react, you know?
1: You are not their doctor. <laughs> First and foremost, unless you are their psychiatrist or their psychologist, you don't know as much as you think you know. <laughs> so the best thing to do, I think, would be to, like, learn a little bit about right. it. Right. That's what my mom did. She bought a bunch of, like, psychologist textbooks. Cool. And she learned about it. Um, so that she could recognize, like, what was normal behavior, what was, like, just me as my personality, what was abnormal, things like that. Um, But, like, don't try and diagnose people. (laughs) Don't say, oh, you're just depressed or you are bipolar or you have borderline personality disorder because you don't know. Right. And don't try and cure them by sending them quotes about happiness oils. or essential oils. <laughs> Tea tree oil, as it turns out, not a cure for everything. <laughs> Speaking uh, of experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> CBD oil, don't take it. If you're taking other medications, it will mess with them. Wow. Yeah, and <laughs> give you hallucinations and crap.
0: No, la Huh?
1: Banana? Uh, so just (laughs) there's still a person
0: so okay so what if you're somebody that is struggling with a mental illness what would be advice you'd give to them
1: look for help truly because it took me a long time to get to the point where i admitted okay i think there's something wrong and then after that Getting help took a long time because you go to one psychiatrist and it may not be the right fit, um, or they may not prescribe the right medications, or for some mental illness, you just go to a psychologist and you have to learn how to rewire your brain and how to think you know, different thoughts and evaluate situations in a different way. So it takes a while, so start now. Start looking, start honestly evaluating, and know that it's okay. Yeah. Like, it sucks, but it would suck if you had lupus, you know, right. or another disease <laughs> right. that's long-term, and this is, it's like that.
2: One of the coolest things I think the gospel helps me understand is just the idea of the resurrection, you know, and that yeah. we just got to, like anybody, everybody has an imperfect body. Mm-hmm. Everybody's facing something, and, and someday we will be healed of it thanks to the Savior, Jesus Christ. I think it's hard to be that vulnerable. You know, I think especially with something that's stigmatized as um, bipolar bipolar Whatever. disorder. Yeah, there we
1: go.
2: <laughs> um, I just hope this is something that helps you feel a little more comfortable with yourself and, um, and maybe that gives you the courage to reach out and get some help if you need it or be a better
0: friend to someone who's facing something. Um, but yeah, thanks yeah. so much, Hannah.
1: Well, thank yeah. you
0: guys. We appreciate you. If you guys have a question for Hannah, Leave it in the comments, and either she'll see it, or we'll make sure she sees it. (laughs) Exactly.
2: And if you have a question for us, um, we'll give it to Hannah, too. (laughs) We'll just see how that plays out. Cool. (laughs) Um, But yeah, make sure to, uh, along with your comments, to like and subscribe, and and share our videos with anybody who you think would love, love to watch this. (laughs)